Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode. I mean, it's been a long time, but I still gotta say it. Uh, your favorite podcast, Radical Talks with Tia Darcell, man. This your girl, Tia Darcell. What's happening in? I really wanted to just hop on here because it's been way too long, right? It's been way too long. It's been way too long. I've been out here tripping. I've been out here slipping. I've been out here dipping, doing any and everything but the right thing concerning this podcast, right? So I first of all want to apologize to y'all for the delay on my part. And I want to say that, you know what I'm saying? I'm back, back like I never left. And the most high has been dealing with me <laughs> rather harshly because he keep telling me to be consistent, right? So I got to take that up with myself because ain't nobody stopping me from being consistent but me. But I do miss y'all. And I miss dropping these nuggets, dropping these jewels. I miss, I miss getting the feedback. You know what I'm saying? I really just miss my people, if I'm being honest with y'all. Y'all my people, and I love y'all the right way, the wrong way, the long way, and the strong way, no matter what. Rain, hell, sleet, or snow, you hear me? But, um, man, today is, what's today? The 7th, right? Yeah, it is May the 7th, and um, a lot to a place today. And I got a lot to say, so I'm going to tell you about what to a place today. I'm going to tell some of y'all that may be new to the podcast who I am, where I'm from, what I stand for. A lot of the things that I done been through, a lot of the areas where I've been slipping and falling, but I'm standing ten toes down now, amen, with all praises to the most high. If it weren't for him, I'd be nothing. With him, I'm everything because he inside of me, right? So, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm the, I'm the host, Tia Darcell, and I'm, um, I'm 38, right? I got a 22-year-old daughter. I got two grandkids. Um, I have a two-year-old granddaughter. Her name is Kaylee. I have a one-year-old grandson. His name is Dio. And my daughter's 22, of course. I just said that her name is Tanaja, right? So I'm just putting you up on game as to who I am. And um, I, I'm a graduate of Columbus State University. I got my bachelor's degree. I also am a veteran of the United States Navy. Um, I got out of the Navy in 2012. I was at LS2, which is a logistics specialist, second class, surface warfare qualified. Amen. I mean, I've seen the world. Um, I've done so many things, good, bad, and indifferent. And it all led me back to here. So I'm also a master barber stylist. I graduated in 2013 with my degree, my license. So I am certified. I am the owner of Radical Cuts in Edison, Georgia. If you're ever in the area, stop through where I have my daughter working with me. He specializes in haircuts. We also do locks. We do natural styles. We do a lot. So, um, quick shameless plugs, but I just wanted to familiarize anybody that may be unaware um, of who I am. And um, let's get to talk about who I was, because I want to tell you that, too. Back in, mm, I graduated high school in 2002, right? And I don't even know if I'm going to title this, but uh, if so, it may be something along the lines of just listen, right? <laughs> or who am I? Something like that. I'm not certain, but I graduated from high school in 2002, you know, which I left my hometown, small town, Edison, Georgia. And I ended up going to college. I went to Columbus State University in Columbus, Georgia. And I graduated in 07 from Columbus Columbus State, right? But before I graduated, um, I worked at Burger King. That was my first job. So, But in 04, I met this girl. Um, I was single at the time. I was um, talking to somebody. I was talking to a guy. Yeesh, maybe a couple of guys. I don't know. Who remembers? Tomato, tomato. <laughs> nah, but transparency is key, and I'm humble, and I'm open, and I'm transparent, right? 
if you didn't know now you know but um i had had my heart broken though by my high school sweetheart and i was done with guys the only thing that they could offer me at that time was sex you know and 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 that's it that's all i wanted i wasn't in a relationship though and i met this girl at my job and i never liked girls my sister did but i never did you know i thought it was quite nasty if i'm being honest and um anyway met this girl we ended up talking kicking it and from that point on for the next 15 years i was living a homosexual a lesbian lifestyle trapped in bondage you know i was trapped in darkness and it wasn't just that though i was drinking all day every day i was smoking weed all day every day um i even tried prescription drugs xanax um i did some i've, I've done so many drugs oh my goodness I did cocaine for a long period of time. Um, I also have done meth, molly. Like, I ain't never smoked no meth and no crack pipe or nothing, but uh, I, I, did, um, I did experiment with it. And I've done so many things, right? And in the midst of doing these things, I've hurt so many people. And what it, what it all boiled down to, I was experimenting and doing all of these things because I was broken myself. I grew up in a dysfunctional childhood. I'm in a dysfunctional home. My childhood was very dysfunctional. But I'm not mad at my parents anymore. They did the best they could what they had. And all they could give me is what somebody gave them, right? So if they was already lacking, then how could they, how could they give me what I needed, right? So on top of that, I was molested by a female family member when I was a little girl. So the devil had already planted a seed trying to take me out then. So I'm like, man, my boyfriend broke my heart. This chick done molested me. My parents is crazy and throwed off. And then I done got to college. I'm fishing to get but wild. So that's exactly what happened. I started smoking, drinking, partying. My, my, my dorm was a party house. And my parents had already said to me, if you go to college, we'll keep your daughter as long as you stay in college. What? Say less. That's all it took. And on top of that, like I didn't want my daughter to be around the lifestyle that I was living anyway. So I was in and out. I was always into something. I moved to Florida to follow behind a female. I ended up moving a female and her entire family to Virginia with me when I was in the military. Um, I, I cheated on my first uh, girlfriend, but only because she broke my heart too. I was I was faithful to the end until she had broke me broke my heart. And when when she broke my heart, because she told her ex boyfriend that she was gonna marry him. What when she did that? I turned into a savage. I was talking to this girl, that girl, this girl, that girl. And when I felt like it was too wrong to be gay, I tried to talk to a guy, but it didn't work out for my good because my heart wasn't in it. I still wanted what I wanted and which, excuse me, which was the thing that I was familiar with, right? So I'm giving you these backstories. I'm giving you these details because I want you to understand if he can clean me up, he can clean you up too. You may never be as transparent as I am right now in this moment in this podcast, and you may not be called to be, but I am. He's called me out of the darkness into the marvelous light, right? So I am called to speak these things out, right? Because some people aren't bold enough to do so, but I was extremely bold when I was living for the kingdom of darkness. So when I came over here, he gave me the name The Radical One. So there's no way that I could be radical in the world, but not come over and be radical for my Messiah, right? So it wasn't an option. So I had to come over here and be willing to tell all my business. I had to come over here and be willing to be transparent. Because if I'm transparent, what can you pull out of the closet on me? Right? What can you do to try to turn the people against the most high that's living inside of me if I'm already open and honest about everything? So, yeah, I was on drugs. I had an abortion growing up. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so many things. I, I And I'm not proud of these things, right? But what I am proud of is the fact that I serve a big Elohim who is willing to wait on me, give me grace, give me mercy to see me through these perilous times that I was putting myself in, right? Nobody was forcing me to do these things. It was me. I, I didn't know any better. I was giving in to my flesh. I grew up in the church, but then guess what? I felt like the church turned their back on me when I found out I was pregnant when I was 15. So now who I got? And these the people that you think I'm supposed to worship with? I'm supposed to honor these people? And these people turned their backs on me when I was pregnant instead of pouring into me, telling me the right things to do and the right ways to go. They kicked me out of church. So I'm like, wow, yeah, y'all ain't really God like at the time. You know what I'm saying? So, so now where I am in life, I had to leave Columbus to get away from my old lifestyle. So when I did that, he brought me back to where it all started, to my hometown. I hated it here. I didn't want to come back here. There was absolutely nothing. This is the place where I got broken the most. This is the place where more, more than half of my trauma started. 75% of my trauma started went from here, if not more than that. So why would I want to be back here? I don't have a relationship that I would like to have with my parents. I don't have a relationship with my daughter's father that I would like to have. I'm here at the same place in the same spot where I got molested as a child. I'm here at the same spot, same place where when you live, you playing hide and go get with your cousins. Like, what type of incestual malarkey is going on here? I don't want to be around these people. <laughs> but guess what? He had to grow me up. He had to mature me spiritually so that I'll be the light in the midst of the darkness, that I would be the silence in the midst of the chaos, right? Because now I'm living for him. Now I'm sold out. Oh, my goodness. I'm head over heels. I'm in my Bible every day. I'm praying. I'm fasting. I'm worshiping. I'm going places and telling them about the goodness of Elohim. My Adonai, I call him Yahuwah because that's his name. I call him Yahusha because that's his name. You know, um, so you'll hear me say Yahusha, that'll be me referencing what the world calls Jesus. You'll hear me say Yahuwah, that'll be me referencing what the world calls God. But now don't think just because I got on this journey of loving the most high that I got it right every time because I didn't. I've fallen more than enough times that I can count, right? I was celibate for two and a half years, and then somebody came along and, and it sounded real good and got me all hot and bothered, and boom, I turned my back on, on, on my daddy. I turned my back on Abba. I turn my back on the Messiah for my flesh. This wicked, nasty, evil flesh. You heard me? Come on, man. And then I turn my back and then call myself, quote, unquote, fell in love. How can you be in love with somebody that's not even your man? Somebody that's, that's not even valuing your body. Somebody that's not even treating you as your worth. You know what I'm saying? So all of this was just my brokenness. Broken people break people. But I'm also a firm believer right now that heal people, heal people. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying to you is don't be out here being a piece of a person trying to get into a relationship because anybody that's willing to accept a broken version of you is broken themselves. So now all you're doing is damaging them while they're damaging you, creating an unhealthy environment, creating a toxic environment. And it's not going to be good for either one of you. So let the Most High heal you, clean you up, and make you whole, right? His grace and His mercy endures forever. And side note, for a whole long time, for a long time, I thought that grace and mercy was the same thing, right? But now I know better. Shout out to my watchman, Dear Israel. You know what I'm saying? Go follow him on YouTube. He teaches every, every YouTube and Facebook. He teaches Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, which is Shabbat. We honor Shabbat over here. Um, on Monday, we have a Monday night class, and he comes on at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
and it'll be um if i'm not mistaken i think it's like 9 10 10 o'clock eastern standard time on monday and every day he on at 9 30 a.m eastern standard and tuesday night we have ministers in training and on Shabbat, he comes on at about 2 p.m. Eastern Standard because he is over in Cali. So that was a quick shameless plug for my church. You hear me? But, yeah, you got to make sure you're ready to get changed and cleaned up, right? Because you don't want to be out here breaking people for no reason because you are lonely and you feel like you need somebody. But in reality, you need the Father. That's who you need. And don't let nobody treat you less than what you're worth. Just because somebody want to have sex with you, what else they want to do with you? Do they want to pray with you? Do they want to spend time with you? Are they loving you as Christ has loved the church? Or do they want to have do they want to just have unsolicited illegal sexual encounters with you, right? Take you out to eat every now and then, but call you every time they want a booty call. Come on, man. Don't be that person. Don't be like I did it. I did it like that for a minute and then I finally got tired, right? Got back on the wagon, started doing good again. Then that flesh started creeping. How only the flesh can. But keep in mind. The word tells us that we are born in sin and we are shaped in iniquity, right? So the flesh is wicked. It is wicked. And the heart is wicked. It's deceitful. Above all else, that's why you got to guard your heart with due diligence. There go them emotions. Your heart makes up, it's, well, it's a part of your soul, right? Your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions, which is the devil's playground. That's why you are a spirit. You possess a soul and you live in a body. So you got to act accordingly. You got to make sure your spirit is intact, that you are hearing from the word, hearing your words from the most high. So you got to ask him that you have ears to hear only what he has to say and eyes to see only what he would have for you to see. Because otherwise you operate in your flesh, you carnal, right? And guess what? We are born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We wicked regardless. If the most high wasn't within us, we would be horrible, right? And that goes back to his grace and his mercy. And his unmerited grace, which is unmerited, unobtainable, unearnable, right? Grace is when he gives us things that we don't deserve. He gives us financial freedom. He gives us um, a family. He gives us um, a good job. He gives us time and time and time again to get it right when we don't deserve it. That's what grace is. And like I said, I used to think grace and mercy was the same. But mercy is him not giving us the things that we do deserve. Sometimes because we are we are unequally yoked because we are dis disrespectful because we are disobedient. We deserve that STD. Right. We deserve to get murdered because we just do and be in the wrong places at the wrong time. This is what your flesh deserves, not your spirit. You deserve all of these things. You deserve to die how many times? But guess what? Because he gives you mercy, because he is merciful, because his mercy is new every single day. You don't die in your mess. Right. So, I mean, we should be on our hands and knees thanking him every single day. We, me, you, us. We should be because he don't got to do the things that he do for us. He does not have to. He's not required to. You know what I'm saying? So stand up, man up, woman up. Hold yourself accountable. Start learning how to live selfless, right? Because you got kids that's depending on you. You got grandkids that's depending on you. How about you be the you that you needed when you was a little girl or a little boy? Because if you go at life with that mindset, your whole life is going to change. Because you know you were broken. You know, you, you, you know somebody mistreated you. You know somebody let you down. You know it was plenty of times when you didn't get the things that you needed because your parents were out here wilding, sneaking and geeking. Whether they was out here cheating on each other, getting drugged up, having sex, you, all this stuff. We experience these things. We experience things as children that we never should have experienced our entire life, right? 
So why would we want to put our kids through the same thing? And I had to ask myself that same question because I've done that. I've, I've been the parent that's getting high in the living room or getting high in the bathroom or the bedroom, the whole house full of smoke. But you got your kid in the other room with your friend's kids. And now all us in the grown folks in there getting high. And now we grown and our kids are smoking weed and we want to know why. See, the devil is a lie. So that's why I had to change my life around because my kid was depending on it. My grandkid was depending on it. If I didn't make the changes that I made, the Bible says that your obedience frees up generations to come. So, wait a minute. So, you mean to tell me if I buckle down, try my best to kill this flesh every single day, like you said, to mortify the deeds of the flesh, my kid, my kids' kids are going to benefit benefit from my obedience? Oh, no, say less. Let me figure this thing out. And even in the times when I can't get it right on my own, guess what I do? Call out, cry out to him, Abba, Father, can you hear me? Save me. I need you. I am absolutely nothing without you. But I can't be out here still fake kicking it. Oh, I want to listen to trap music. I want to listen to the music that's calling, calling women B's and H's. I want to hear about slanging dope and doing all these things. And I even went through this period when I was selling dope. I mean, I did. Like, I'm telling y'all so much stuff a lot of people don't even know about me. They look at who I am now. And I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed of my past because I don't live there anymore. You know what I mean? I don't smoke no more. I don't drink no more. I don't curse no more. I don't have sex with girls no more. I'm not out here fornicating at all anymore. I've been abstinent for a very long time. And I'm not saying that I don't get tested. I don't get tempted because that is a lie. If I was to say that, I'd be lying. Okay? I'm not going to tell you that I don't get an attitude, that I'm not mean sometimes. I, don't, I can't tell you that because that would be a lie. Okay? So I am here to humbly tell you that the Most High will keep you if you want to be kept. But you can't be out here straddling the fence. Like in this season, we got to be obedient. We can't be lukewarm. We can't water down the Most High, the Messiah that's living inside of us. We can't have one foot in and one foot out. You can't go up here cussing and fussing and doing all these things and then come and trying to preach the gospel. And acting like you're not doing that. Now, it's a different story when you are honestly saying, okay, I'm still dealing with this. And I'm trying to surrender to the most high, but I need some help. That's totally different than intentionally living a life of sin. The Bible said he who knows better and still doesn't do better to him it is sin. So you're not exempt. And don't let nobody ever tell you one sin is bigger than the other one. The only sin that the Bible says unforgivable is blaspheming the Holy Spirit, right? So whether you gay or whether you are drunk or whether you are drug addict, you still sinning. Whether you are gluttonous, you eat too much, you are still sinning. Whether you are fornicating or you are an adulterer, you are still sinning. You are missing the mark. That's what it means to sin. You are missing the mark. You are going outside of the will of the Most High God, our living Elohim, the one true living God. You are doing the opposite of what he told you to do in his word, in his commandments, right? Okay, so everybody like to talk about the law. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even about to get deep with that, but I try my best to keep the law. And I know it's 613 commandments. And I know I could never do that in my own might, right? But then we also know that when the New Testament came around, he said, I have condensed them. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He condensed the law into two. The greatest of these two commandments is to love your Elohim with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. So if I'm loving my neighbor as myself, I don't want to fornicate with my neighbor. I don't want to commit adultery with my neighbor's wife. I don't want to covet the things that my neighbor have. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm loving my Elohim with all my heart, mind, body, and soul, I don't want to let him down. I don't want to gossip and backbite. I don't want to do these things because of him. I don't want to lay up in a bed with somebody and, and I'm not married because I love him.
right? Not because I'm good, because I'm not. We dirty as filthy rags if we being honest with ourselves. But you got people out here, even in the pulpit, that's going to fake kick it, and they're going to try to fake it till you make it, right? The Christian church the Christian church try to tell you to do that. That's a lie. The Bible don't say do that. It don't say nothing about faking it till you make it. If you're if you not where you know you, don't, you, you need to be, keep trying. That ain't faking it. Don't be out here pretending like you're something that you're not. No, you keep getting up every day, putting your big girl, big boy pants on, and put one foot in front of the other one and say, Abba, I need you. I am sorry. I have gotten it wrong so many times. I repent. I surrender my will to your way. Amen. So don't be one of them people out here abusing grace. Don't be out here acting like, oh, my God, Jesus did it all on the cross. The devil is a lie. He said to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That's what he said. He said, judge a tree by its fruit. You know, no orange tree can't produce no apples. Right. So, no, you do not just use it up because he said, also, I give each man a certain measure of grace. You know what I mean? That means you don't know when it's going to wear out. So don't play with that man. Put some respect on his name. Be humble. Do what he called you to do. Love on his people. Genuinely. Hold wholeheartedly. Because if he's trying to give something, if he's giving something to you, he's trying to get something through you. Amen. If he give you money, that means he trusts you to give back to the people. Right? Come on, man. If he giving you food and excess, he's trusting you to give back to his people. He said he knew you before he formed you in your mama's womb. So it ain't nothing you can do that he don't already know. He know the end to the beginning, right? You see to the corner. He see around the corner, right? So how can you ever get over on him? I had to switch my mindset up and think about life like this. Every time I laid down in the bed with that man, the most I was right there with me. That's so disrespectful. Like, that means I got absolutely no chill. That means I am literally disgusting, if I'm being honest. And I had to eat that. I had to bite that. I had to take that L. And it wasn't a loss. It was a lesson because I didn't stay there. Yeah, although I stayed there for a little while now. Wait a minute. But I got up. Hey, we doing a series right now that's called He Changed His Mind. When are you going to change your mind? When are you going to choose you this day? Who you going to serve? Are you going to serve the Elohim, the God of your forefathers? Or are you going to serve the one true living God? You got to make a choice, man. You got to make a choice. Because the Bible clearly gives you a whole list of people that's not getting in, right? He gives, he gives us a list. And if you don't believe it, I know it's in 1 Corinthians. I don't know exactly the verse. Matter of fact, I'm finna look it up. This wasn't even a part of the plan. None of this is scripted anyway. Uh, you know what I mean? Because I want you to understand, like, we got to do certain things, right? Hold on. I'm finna look it up. So y'all just do the Jeopardy song. Which is my favorite show in the whole wide world. In the whole wide world. Um, Hold on. Hold on one second. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I think this is it right here. Oh, yeah. When he get to talking to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Okay, let's get the whole chapter pulled up. I like King James Version, but we're going um, to break it down to a little bit simpler terms for um, the purpose of reading here out loud, right? Um, one second, I'm pulling it up right now. So we gonna pull up. I don't even like the NLT or the NIV. All right, but we gonna do it anyway. 
It says, we're going to start verse 9. It says, don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of Yahuwah? Don't fool yourself. Those who indulge in sexual sin or who worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality or are thieves or greedy people or drunkards or are abusive or cheat people. None of these will inherit the kingdom of Yahuwah. But guess what verse 11 say? Some of you were once like that. But you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with Yahuwah by calling on the name of Yahusha and by the spirit of our Elohim. Come on, man. He tell you what you can't do. But guess what he do? He then builds you back up and tells you what you can do. He said, if you allow me to clean you up, you will no longer be that person. You will no longer operate out of your sinful nature. Right. Because you have been made. You have been set free and delivered. From whatever that was that had you bound. So I bless the most high for that. You know what I'm saying? So that's something to shout about. That's something to give him glory, give him honor, and give him praise about. Because he does not leave us in our mess. And if we choose him, he will keep us. Don't let nobody tell you any different. He will keep us. But there are things you have to do. The Bible is filled with so many if and then. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, and pray, uh, then I will hear their cries from heaven, and I will heal the land. If and then, you hear me? If and then. So don't let nobody tell you you ain't got to do nothing. No, you ain't got to be out here being legalistic. Oh, my God, I got to do this. If I don't do this, oh, my God, oh, my God. No, 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 no. That's not what it means. But because you have a heart for the Father, you're going to want to do right anyway. You ain't going to want to live a life of sin, amen? But I ain't really want to just get too deep and beat you up. Today, I really wanted to just be open, transparent, uh, humble, like the old folks say, humble. <laughs> and just say, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. Right now, I'm working on so many things. Right now, he's changed my life tremendously, right? I'm, I'm spending more, more time with my daughter, my grandkids. I'm doing music. I'm, I'm, I'm being around people who love the Father. He is using me to create new things. I'm working on a ministry called Daughters of Zion, which is a part of New Tribe. So all praises to the Most High. I'm working on, on building up other women because he's built me up and he is still building me up. I want to be who I needed when I was younger, when I was in this world, when I was in these streets, when I was lost, busted and disgusted. I did not have anybody that I could lean and depend on. I refuse to be alive and still have breath in my body and not be who somebody else needs because I'm trying with all of my being to live a selfless life. Because I want to hear him say, servant, well done, daughter. I love you. You made me proud. Well done, my good and faithful servant. I don't ever want him to tell me, depart from me. I knew you not, you work of iniquity. I don't want to. Oh, my God, Abba, I perform miracles in your name. I heal the sick. I raise the dead. Depart from me. I know you not. Say, what? You don't even know me? Now I'm crying and begging to get in. Ain't nothing I can do. He done threw me over there in the lake of fire with them people with the weeping and gnashing of the teeth. I can't eat more do it. No. So I'm choosing you this day. And this is my cry out to you. This is me asking you to join me on this journey. To choose ye this day. I am giving a vow to you guys now and forevermore until the most I take me away. I am going to be consistent and I'm going to be obedient to what he's called me to do concerning radical talks with Tia Darcel because it's people that's dependent on me, right? So every time I didn't post a um 
post a podcast, I've been letting some people down. And from the bottom of my heart, I apologize genuinely and sincerely. So, yeah, we locked in. I'm back. I love you. Send me questions. Send me testimonials. Send me requests for prayer. Just whatever you need, I'm here. My email is Radical Talks with Tia Darcel, T-I-A-D-A-R-C-E-L, at gmail.com. Or just inbox me. Instagram is Radical Talks with Tia Darcel. I'm off Facebook for the moment because I'm going through a consecration, right? But even in the midst of being consecrated, I'm still going to bring forth this word because that's what he told me to do. During this period of consecration is when I'm supposed to pour into this podcast the most. So my obedience is to Abba, nobody else, right? So I said all that to say, lock in with me because I'm locked in with the Father. I'm not going to always get it right. I'm going to let you down sometimes, but I'm asking you right now for your forgiveness, and I'm repenting. I'm guaranteeing you guys, this is my word, because he says to let your yes be your yes and your no be your no. I am going to do what the Most High tells me to do, and I'm asking you to come along on this journey with me, right? So this is the first of many new episodes to come. And just know that I love y'all the right way, the wrong way, the long way, and the strong way. And you just tuned in to a brand new episode of Radical Talks with Tia Darcel. I love y'all for real.